The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criteria because clients' investments goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 referred to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and used is the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors, LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We are in the money, the skies are sunny, an old man recession, you are lingering on and you are doing us wrong. Well, hello, hello, hello everybody and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morafe and of course I am your host, Ken Morafe. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. And we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all this boring financial stuff. And this There's week's, no doubt about it. There is no doubt. And this week's going to be no exception. But before we go one step further, let me introduce myself. What? I am Ken Morafe, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morafe. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, what's the matter? You didn't want to do the applause? You were, okay, all right. He knows that I live for applause. I'm just, uh, I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, I am founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America, and we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. I think these are the greatest, most wonderful people in the entire universe. And if that is you, this show is designed for you. And Barron's named moi your faithful host, one of the top 100 financial advisors, actually eight years in a row. And uh, while I'm honored and uh, impressed by that, I can tell you that without our beloved and most valued clients, we'd be nowhere. And so if you're not a client, we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you. And again, our website is rpoa.com. Okay, so let me go over with you what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, Jack, I'm surprised that you have not given me grief already, but last week when I talked about the Super Bowl, I picked Kansas City, and I said that what I'm going to do is I'm going to violate my own rule, which is I always go with the team that has the best defense, but this time I'm going to violate that, and I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs because their offense is so good that I don't think there's a defense that can stop them. So I'm going to talk about how defense wins championships, and also I don't think Tom Brady, as, as well as he played and how incredible that whole game was, and uh, you, you're just watching a master, I mean, the best that has ever done that, that job, playing the best game maybe of his life. Despite all of that, I think somebody else was the most valuable player in that game. 
and uh, I'll tell you who that is uh, in just a moment. So uh, we'll talk about that, but, but more importantly, we put it into the context of your investments and your retirement planning and all of that, and also what's going on with the, the markets and, and everything else. So we'll, do, we'll wrap all of that together, you'll see. Now also, we're gonna talk about, uh, you just inherited a retirement account. There are four things, uh, there are more, probably more than, there are more than that, but four major things to think about, okay? So if you have inherited an IRA, a 401k, anything like that, uh, then before you do anything, if you're about to inherit or if you have, before you do anything, listen to that segment <laughs> because there are some important decisions you need to make first or after if it's too late to, to do it first. Now, also, as we do every week, we're going to talk about how to maximize your social security strategies. It is something we talk about with clients, uh, I would say probably 90% of the time and prospects as well. And so uh, we'll help you to maximize your social security benefits. Now also this week, uh, we're gonna continue in our series of uh, the Retirement Planners of America, ARPOA, Investment Principles. And uh, we are on principle number five this week. Uh, and uh, so we're, principle number five is the and as you know, if you've listened to the show for low the last 20 years or more, and I know some of you have, I have people who email me and tell me, I've been listening to your show for you know two decades, three decades, uh, but the, we have a strategy we call invest and protect. This strategy is the one we use to tell our clients to get out of the stock market and sell all their equities in November of 2007. This is before the credit crisis crash and stay out for a year and a half to avoid all of that stuff. But it's called, we call it the Investor Protect Strategy. Now, our principle number five is that in, our strategy comes with opportunity cost in certain market conditions. So I'm gonna explain, first of all, what opportunity cost is to you, and then I'll explain to you why we believe that that cost is actually one that you may want to incur. Okay, so we'll have that for you later on in the show. And you know what, Jack? Most shows would stop right there. I mean, most shows say, if we, would, if we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. Somebody stop me. But on this show, do we stop right there? No, we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. And this week, we're going to talk about why... An irrevocable trust, meaning a trust that can never be changed, is not a terrible thing. And we'll explain why at about 10 till and why maybe you should consider doing one. And that's the part of the show, by the way, where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And uh, that's called estate planning. So we'll have that for you at about 10 till. So I want to... Uh, say happy Valentine's Day uh, in advance to everybody. I hope you have gotten your Valentine something sweet, uh, something nice, something loving, and uh, that they reward you with hugs and kisses and lots of love. And uh, I hope all is well. What? And what have you done? What have I done? For your 35-year bride. For my 35-year bride, Valentine? Yeah. As of this recording, Jack, you know me really well. <laughs> I have something planned. Oh, my. <laughs> this is one of those, do as I say, not as I do. No, no, I'm going to, no, I'll make sure that. You know what? I have to say that why is it always on the guy? Why is Valentine's Day fall always on the guy? Why, why can't you ladies out there also be, because, because what? Just because. 
Oh, just because? Just because okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy. I like doing it, but uh, I always wondered that. Anyway, let's talk about the real MVP of the Super Bowl game, in my opinion. And, and I know some of you are going to say that this person was not a player on the field and therefore can't be the most valuable player. I get it. Just go, go, you know, go with this, okay? Todd Bowles, I think, was the most valuable player in that game. And he is the defensive coordinator of the Buccaneers. When you think about, they stopped that offense. This is the most, the mightiest offense I think that has ever existed. The the most mobile, incredible. Although I guess he was injured, but you got all that, and they held them to nine points. So the Buccaneers could have won that game with you know like a touchdown and a field goal. They didn't need all of that Brady wonderfulness. They could have done it with you know just an average quarterback. They could have won that game because they held the the Kansas City Chiefs to nine points. So, you know, the old adage that says defense wins championships, I think that's what won that game. You know, when you look at how they shut them down, I mean, what was it? Like the whole first half, they didn't get a first down on, on, on third down. It was like, wow, how do you do that against the Kansas City Chiefs? So how does this apply to your investments and how does it do that? Well, we believe that when you are over 50, you need to become the defensive coordinator. You need to be Todd Bowles when it comes to your investments. Okay, not Tom Brady. <laughs> okay, as, as, as great as, it, as he played and as how, how much fun it is to watch that, I think that the most important thing is to protect what you have when you've reached that point where you're near your retirement or you are retired. And as you go into retirement, you know, we believe that you now go on defense because the paradigm has changed. You're not on offense anymore. You know, as you were working and growing and uh, doing all that with wages, you're plowing money into your 401k and you're doing all this stuff. You're on offense when you're doing all of that. Now, when it comes time to retire, you or if you are retired, now you have to protect what you've built from inflation, from taxes, from bear markets, from your own spending habits, from he your health conditions, from your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs, from all kinds of stuff. You, you basically have converted from being on offense to being on defense. And our view is that if you want to win the Super Bowl championship of your retirement, which, by the way, we call your second childhood without parental supervision, okay? We want you to go play and have fun and relax and enjoy. If you want to win that championship, our view is it's not the offense that's going to get you there. It's defense that's going to get you there. Because if your defense is really, really good, your offense doesn't have to be very good. And by the way, you may remember, speaking of uh, Tom Brady, you may remember, I forget which year it was, but they went 16-0. They went to the Super Bowl. And they lost to the Giants. Why? Because the Giants had the best defense in the league, and they shut down, at that time, the most potent offense that had ever lived with Tom Brady, a quarterback. Okay? So remember, defense wins championship. It's not 100%, but it's most of the time. Now, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, then I would like to make you an offer. We have, some, we have uh, seminars coming up on our website. Uh, you can go to rpoa.com. We have uh, retirement planning in uncertain times. So this seminar is designed for those of you, as I said, who are retired or retiring soon. So we'll talk about things that would be of interest to you, I think. First of all, we'll talk about how how to protect yourself from the next market crash. 
I'm getting a lot of noise from people, and I mean noise in a good way, people feedback, that is saying, you know, is this a house of cards? What the heck is going on? New all-time highs all the time in the middle of this. When is this? Is this going to go on forever? And now we've got a $1.9 trillion stimulus package coming, and now we're talking about maybe another trillion for infrastructure. we got $2.9 trillion more dollars of government spending. Are you kidding me? Is this whole thing going to How long can this go on? Well, we'll talk about how to protect from the next market crash in our, in our seminar. We'll talk about when and how to take Social Security. Did you know that the IRS... <laughs> Oh, that was loud. Yeah, those guys, they want to tax 85% of your Social Security benefits. We want to help you to avoid that if it is at all possible. We want to talk about where to get income during your retirement, how to reduce your income taxes, what, to, how to design a cash flow plan so you have the money coming in to cover your expenses and your cost of living. We have so much information. You, you got you to gotta attend it. And uh, you can find it on our website, rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about, hey, you just inherited a a retirement account. Four things to think about what you should do now. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Yes, indeedy. And uh, this is the bonanza of the airwaves. We share with you the golden nuggets of financial information every week at this time. I'm glad you're with us. I am Ken Morayf, as I mentioned, the host, and I am founder and senior retirement planner of Retirement Planners of America. And as the name implies, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And our goal for you, we have uh, one big goal. The big goal is we want to facilitate your, your retirement. We call it your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to, whatever that means to you, if that means spending time with grandchildren, perfecting your golf game, going on cruises when the pandemic is over, you know, whatever that means to you, that's what we want to facilitate. Tell us what you want to get done and we'll help you to get there if it's at all possible. The other thing, uh, so how do we do that? Well, we got two things that fall under that umbrella. The first one being, we want your money to last as long as you do. Okay, so that's I guess it goes without saying, but uh, it needs to be said, so we do. Uh, And then we also want you to have financial peace of mind. We don't want you to worry about all this boring financial stuff. We want to take that off of you. We want to to worry about it for you so that you don't have to. Okay, so those are our goals. Our website is rpoa.com. And if you go there, we have lots of uh, information for you. We have uh, podcasts. We have articles. We have videos. Uh, we have uh, all kinds of stuff to help you to uh, build your reti- your second childhood without parental supervision. So I encourage you to go there. So I want to talk with you in this segment about inheriting a retirement account. Okay, so this would be like a, a 401k, an IRA, you know, those kind of things. And uh, so it depends. It's actually pretty complex because you, you start with who are you? Okay, are you a spouse? Are you a child? Are you a friend or somebody who is not a family member? So all the rules are different depending on, well, I shouldn't say all the rules, but many of the rules are different depending on who you are. If you're a spouse, you have certain things you can do that a non-spouse can't. A non-spouse has things they can do, but they're different than what a spouse can do. So you start with that. 
But I don't want – so I, I've, I've kind of given you that. So depending on who you are, the, it, it could change. So I'm just kind of uh, giving you full disclosure on that. But there are four things. Four, you have four basic options to think about. Okay, So the first one is uh, – and this one is only spouses can do this. And that is that you can transfer the money to your own account. Okay, so if you inherit a retirement account from, from your spouse, you can transfer the assets into a retirement plan of your own. The rules about when and how you take the money, all of that become yours. Okay, so it's as if you own that account from day one, nobody ever, uh, no, no one else ever owned it. Okay, sometimes that's a good idea, depending on your age. Sometimes it is not a good idea. Okay, so again, uh, these are all things to consider. Number two is you can transfer the money to an inherited IRA. Okay, this is different than the one I just said for a spouse. So if you transfer it to an inherited IRA, you've got two options there. It can be a Roth IRA, so you can transfer it to a Roth, meaning that all the money that is inside of the account will grow tax-free but there are rules around when you will have to take it out. And then, or you can put it into a traditional IRA, which means that the distributions will be taxable. So depending on your tax bracket today versus the future, if you're going to retire or not, those kind of decisions will determine when the best, which is the best way. Should you do a Roth, a traditional? Okay. Now, the third thing is that you can take all the money now. <laughs> Give me the money, right? So basically what you could do is you cash the whole thing in and uh, pay all the taxes and just go buy a house or a Corvette or whatever it is you want to do with that. Uh, usually we don't recommend that one, okay? That's generally the one that we want to avoid because depending on the size of the IRA or the, the retirement plan you inherited, the taxes could be significant. And, uh, you know, we, we believe that you should pay taxes as far into the future as possible in most cases. Okay, so defer, defer, defer. Uh, but again, it depends on your income now versus then and that interplay. Now, the fourth thing that you can do, which this was going to sound crazy. You say, like, who on earth would do this? But you can do what's called disclaiming. That means you can choose not to take the money. What? <laughs> who would do that? <laughs> but maybe you wanted to go to your to your brother and sister, or maybe you wanted to go, you know, so so if you disclaim, if you say, no, I don't want the money, and maybe you want to avoid tax implications, you know, there might be a huge tax uh, consequence to you if you took the money. It depends. Lots of different reasons why that could be the case. For most of you, you would probably never think about it, but but uh, so but you need to act within nine months of the original owner's death if you want to do that. Okay, so make sure you talk to a tax advisor about all of these things. But the key thing that I wanted to get across is that, and, and again, these are four things, but they depend on whether you're a spouse, a non-spouse, a, a family member that's not a spouse, or a non-family member uh, also. So all it, it gets pretty complex. So here's what I want you to do. Okay. If you inherited an IRA, it, it's on, on a lot of the, uh, the options available to you, that bell's been rung already, okay? So you can't unring the bell. So now your options are fewer, but you still have options to think about, and you have time to do it. It's not the end of the world, but a lot of the options that were available to you are gone. But nevertheless, you have that. Now, if you are about to inherit an IRA, then all the options are available to you, and, and 
what we generally recommend is don't make a decision on anything with regard to inheriting that IRA until you know what all your options are and everything you should be thinking about is. Okay, because once you know that, then you can decide, do I inherit the IRA? Do I make it into a spousal IRA? Do I make it into a Roth? Do I take the money? All those decisions you can make, but you need to do that, in my opinion, before you inherit it, if you know. Now, if it's sudden and you, and, 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 you know, if you already inherited it, you still have options, but you need help with that, and in my, in my opinion. So how do you do that? Well, if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. You can click on Meet with an Advisor. If you do that, we'll sit down with you virtually. Uh, hopefully soon we'll be able to do these things face-to-face, uh, -face, but right now it's still virtual. And uh, we'll go, we'll, uh, actually, what we'll do is we'll build an entire financial plan for you and incorporate this, this inheritance that you have into it. Okay, because once again, the context within which you're going to inherit that money is important. So, for example, if you've got college expenses for a child or you wanted to uh, buy a, a vacation home or whatever your goals are, then how you use that inherited money will impact the decision you make with regard to how you're going to inherit it. Okay, so we can help you with all of that if you'd like, and you can go to our website. It's rpoa.com. Click on Meet with an Advisor. We'll schedule a time. Now, if we can help you, that's fantastic. We're so happy. And if not, we're going to tell you that too. Either way, no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And Bogey is right. It is, in fact, the beginning of a beautiful friendship. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to maximize Social Security benefits. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And, of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And uh, I am a senior retirement planner and... Uh, founder of Retirement Planners of America, and uh, ah, I feel good. <laughs> and I do feel good, and we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning, so we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired, retiring soon, and if that is you, then we would love to meet you and see if we can help you. Our website is rpoa.com, and uh, so if you're over 50, retired, retiring soon, you have a lot of things to think about. And, you know, recently Financial Times named our financial advisory firm one of the top 300 uh, advisors. And uh, we're very proud of that. Actually, it's the third time they've done that. And, of course, without our clients, we know that we would be nowhere. So all you clients, we love you. We thank you. We are so uh, grateful that you allow us the privilege of being your retirement planner. If you are not a client, we'd love to visit with you and see if there's a fit. Once again, our website is rpoa.com. And uh, we'd love to see that. As, uh, uh, get to know you. So uh, we're going to talk now about Social Security, which is probably the number one thing that we do talk about with clients, I have to say. Um, over the course of time, it is a big, big deal for most people. And a lot of times, you know, th there are so many different ways to apply for Social Security, depending on your age, depending on if you're married or not, differences in ages, all the differences in income, all those kind of things. And if you do not do it properly, you potentially could leave a lot of money on the table. And Houston, so, we have a problem. And yes, that would be a problem. So we don't want that to happen to you. So uh, we have uh, this segment on social security strategies. Now, if you have questions about Social Security, uh, please send them to me. Uh, my website, my email address rather is ken at moneymatters.net and I'll endeavor to answer those questions for you. So here's a question. So 
Uh, I'm 67. I filed when I was 62. And uh, my benefit is when at 66 was $2,500. My wife now is also 67 and she's not filed and she wants to wait till she's 70 to start filing. So can she file a restricted application and get spousal benefits at age 66 so she can collect half of mine or 1250 and then she can wait until she's 70 to start collecting? Question number one. The answer to that is yes. That is called a restricted application. Now, I have to tell you a quick story. Um, we've talked about the restricted application on this show many times before. It's a fantastic strategy that may apply for you. But I, I had a person I was talking to last week where she actually called Social Security and said she wanted to do this, and they said, no, you can't do it. And she's like, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I can. <laughs> she told him, I heard Ken Morafe on the radio. Not a good thing. You don't want to tell him that. Just ask the questions. But anyway, she asked to talk to a supervisor. The supervisor got on with her and said the same thing. No, you can't do it. So I don't know what to tell you. I think the people in person are better trained than the people on the phone. Uh, you know, there are many instances where the ones on the phone give you wrong information, but I think they just didn't understand restricted application uh, versus file and suspend because they told her, I'm sorry, you're not, you're, you're, you're too old. You can't do it. And, you know, or you're, you, and, and it, or too young rather. And no, that was file and suspend and that their right is no longer available, but that's not what she was asking for. So you have to be very specific when you talk to Social Security on the phone. It's better to visit in person, but once again, with COVID, you know, visiting in person is problematic. Now, with this person here, I got to tell you something else. If you did not file when you were 66, you can go and file a restricted application for spousal benefits, and you can actually get six months of missed benefits. You could get a nice check out of this if you apply properly. So once again, it's very complex. It's not something that you should do at home by yourself. These are, these are many, many thousands of dollars if you don't do it properly that you could miss out on, and we don't want that for you. So if you, we have a seminar coming up, a virtual seminar, that I encourage you to attend if you are in the area of social security decision making. Okay, it's called it's called social security planning, uh, and a very straightforward title I have to say. And uh, if you go to our website, you can sign up for that. Now at the seminar, we'll be talking about the fact that uh, you know if you don't do it properly, as I said, you could leave thousands of dollars. We're going to go over the strategies with you. Hey, wait, it's not a bummer. It's not a bummer. We're going to talk about how to do it right. We're not going to give you bad stuff. We're going to give you good stuff. <gasps> Man, I'm having fun talking with this crowd. Anyway, we'll also talk about when and how to take Social Security. We'll talk about the fact that the IRS wants to... Yeah, those guys, they want to tax 85% of your Social Security benefits. We want to show you how to beat that if it's at all possible. We want to talk with you about how to use income strategies to uh, maximize your benefits. Should you take it now, 62, 66, when you're 70, all those kind of decisions. Also, if you're working, what did they do then? We want to go over that with you. So we'll have tons of information that'll help you to make a good decision when it comes to when and how to take Social Security. So it's our virtual seminar on Social Security. You can find it on our website rpoa.com rpoa.com and uh, so we'll look forward to uh, helping you, you with that okay so yeah. Yeah.
hey, hey, hey is right. So uh, thank you for that. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to ask you to think about this question. What is worse, losing money or missing out on gains? Which one do you think is worse for someone over 50, retired or retiring soon? So stay tuned. This is Money Matters and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. I am your host, Ken Morafe. And uh, thank you. This is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. And uh, I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And so we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired, retiring soon. And if that is you, then this show is designed for you. And our firm is designed to facilitate what we call your second childhood without parental supervision. That's your retirement. We want you to enjoy, have fun, relax, do what you want to do, and do it without worry. And that's what we want to help you do. Now, one of the things that we, now as a firm, what we do is we help our clients with uh, income tax planning, estate planning. We, we help them make decisions with regard to their insurance. Uh, so there's a lot of that social security strategies, when and how to take it. We, we deal with a whole, you know, the, the entire panoply, if you will, of retirement planning uh, uh, um, topics. But one of the most important is managing our clients' money. And so we believe that if you're going to do something properly, you have to have a set of principles, a set of rules that guide your decision making. And that way you don't get swayed in the wind when adversity comes or whatever. You, you know what you need to do and you can, you can uh, look back to your principles. And so we have eight investment principles. And what I'm doing each week is I'm going through one of them with you. And uh, we believe in them. So hopefully they'll benefit you and perhaps you might adopt them yourself or better yet, have us do it for you. How about that? So this week we are on number five, but let me go over numbers one through four first. Number one is we're committed to having your money last as long as you do. That's a different game, money lasting as long as you do as money growing as fast as possible. Number two, and it ties into that, growth is important, but protection of principle is more important. Now, if, if you want color on these in context, we podcasted all of these, okay? The uh, three is the goal of our strategy is unlimited upside with a tolerable downside, okay? So we want to participate as much as possible, but protect on the downside to make it as tolerable as possible. Number four is it is better to have our strategy and not need it than to need it and not have it, okay? It's kind of like insurance. Better to have insurance and not, and not need it, and you think, okay, why did I even have that, than the opposite, right? This week, we're talking about number five, which is the invest and protect strategy comes with opportunity cost in certain market conditions. So let me describe what opportunity cost means. Opportunity cost means you could have made more money or you missed out on losses. It's all, it's, it, it can go either way, but, but opportunity cost means I could have made more money and I didn't by, by doing something. Okay, I missed out. So that's the opportunity that I didn't get. That's opportunity cost. Okay, so with our strategy, um, for example, our strategy said to sell in November of 2007. We told our clients to get out and they stayed out and we told them to stay out until June of 2009, a year and a half during the credit crisis. And uh, so our clients who followed our advice did not participate in the big crash. However, our buy signal didn't come until June of 2009. And the market bottomed in March of 2009. And so there was a big gain from March of 2009 until our strategy said it was time to buy. That's called opportunity cost. 
<laughs> okay? So during three months, when the market is zooming, if you're not in it and you're saying, hey, why am I not in that? You know, So you're feeling like I'm missing out, and that's called opportunity cost. That happened last year as well it, with the pandemic. Our strategy said to sell on March 10th, which was you know, the day before the WHO said that we have a pandemic. And guess what? The market went down dramatically after we sold, uh, after we said to sell, and uh, so. But then it bounced back rapidly as it was coming back. You know, we missed out on the potential gains had we nailed the very bottom or whatever it was, and and been able to participate in that entire thing. So yes, having a strategy to protect yourself will come with opportunity cost. But you know, so does diversification. So does being conservative. If you think about it, if you diversify your portfolio. And you say, you know what, I'm going to be 60 stock, 40 bond, for example, and the 60% goes up, you know, 20% that year, but you're only in 60% of it, you had opportunity costs on the other 40. So therefore, you shouldn't even diversify because there's opportunity costs doing that. You should be as aggressive as possible at all times so that you don't ever have opportunity costs. But that's not the way we think. When we work with people, as I said, who are over 50, retired or retiring soon, and for us, getting every single dollar of gain is, is, you know, we'd like to do that, but if we have to do that at the expense of losing what we have and not being able to enjoy our second childhood without parental supervision in the process, it's not worth it. So for us, we're willing to give up some of the upside in exchange for giving up a lot of the downside if that's what we can do. Okay, so that's our philosophy. Now, if you are over 50, I would say that that's um, a philosophy that you should have. <laughs> Just saying, okay? I have seen too many people that are way too aggressive, don't think about protecting what they've built, and then what happens is they get caught in a bad down, a down spiral like Y2K in 2008. I would say most of you listening to this show probably have went through those guys. Um, and if one comes in the future. Now, you know, one of the things that... Uh, um, uh, I'm hearing from a lot of people is, is this a house of cards that we're living in right now? Is this market about to crash? I mean, we're borrowing and spending and borrowing and spending trillions and trillions of dollars. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? And he's right. Do you feel lucky? And I think that that is the question you should ask if you don't have a strategy to protect yourself on the downside. Do you feel lucky? See, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to rely on luck or hope and a prayer. I want to make sure that I have a strategy in place to help protect on the downside. So, if you are over fifty, retired, or retiring soon, I would encourage you to go to our website. We have articles, podcasts, videos on the subject. But more importantly, you have uh, the ability to sign up to attend our uh, upcoming seminar on retirement planning in uncertain times. So we're going to talk there about how to design your retirement plan from a cash flow perspective, how to determine uh, you know, your, your uh, inflows and outflows, your budget. We'll also talk about your magic number. Do you have enough money to retire on? We talk about your hurdle rate, which is the uh, how much risk do you need to take with your investments. We talk about how to diversify. We talk about inflation. Do you think inflation's coming, by the way, with borrowing what? What, are we, what have we spent so far? What, $7 trillion? And, and we're about to do another two or three more. It's gonna, <laughs> do you think inflation's going to come? Maybe you need a strategy to address that. What about taxes? Do you think taxes are going to go up? We have five strategies to reduce your taxes. So all of this is at our uh, retirement planning seminar, virtual seminar at rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the irrevocable trust and why it may not be a terrible thing. It's our estate tip of the week. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters. 
Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. We are back. I am Ken Morafe, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And uh, I am founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So uh, we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if that is you, we would love to meet you and see if we can help you. And, uh, you know, uh, recently, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 financial advisors. And actually, they did that for eight years in a row, which is remarkable to me. But we know that without our beloved and most valued clients, we'd be nowhere. So all you clients, we love you. We thank you. And if you're not a client, our website is rpoa.com. I encourage you to go there. Uh, lots of resources available to you there. So rpoa.com is our website. Now, this is the part of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And that is also known as estate planning. So this week, we're going to talk about uh, you know, and, and this is because I was talking to someone about, uh, you know, irrevocable trusts and how they can have a place in your estate planning. And they said, irrevocable trust, does that mean I can never, it can never be changed? And I said, well, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. I don't want that. My, you know, my kids and all that, they can never change the trust. And I said, that's correct. No, I don't like that. Well, it's not as bad as you think. So I want to go over it with you. But first, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire and of course, that is Tony Bennett with rags to riches. And you know, the estate taxes and probate and all that kind of stuff, it's actually designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags, and we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. So let's talk about irrevocable trusts. So the word irrevocable means you can't revoke it, you can't change it, it is cast in stone, although it's written on paper, but it's still cast in stone. Anyway, so, so you can't really change what the words are, but the important thing is, what are the words? Okay, so let's talk about the words in the trust, and then I think you'll have a better understanding. So there, there are four things, um, actually five. So the first four are in the acronym HEMS, H-E-M-S, HEMS. That stands for health, education, maintenance, and support. Most well-written, in my opinion, uh, trusts <laughs> have the language in them that uh, allows for HEMS. So what HEMS means is that as the beneficiary of the trust, you can spend the money for your health, your education, your maintenance, and your support. So what does that even mean? Well, we know what health means, we know what education means, but what does maintenance and support mean? It's pretty open to interpretation, you know? I mean, so, and it's up to the trustee to say, yeah, it is, that is maintenance, that is support. So it is very, very up to the trustee to, to make that decision. So you have a lot of flexibility in terms of how that money can be distributed out. So it's not as bad as it sounds. Now, there's another part of the trust that a, a, an irrevocable trust that is well-written, again, in my opinion, has. And that is, I, I call it an escape clause, okay? So the escape clause is where it says that 
the trustee has the ability to move the money out of the existing trust and move it into a new trust has to have the same beneficiaries, everything's the same, but this new trust can have different language. Now, normally that is done because we don't know what tax laws are going to be in the future. We don't know what, all, what the rules are going to be. So you may have language in the trust that says, I want all the income distributed out to the beneficiaries, but then it turns out that there's some tax law that says, if you do that, we're going to tax 90% of that stuff. And now the trust is irrevocable. You can't change that one. But you have the escape clause. You can move the money out of the old trust into a new trust that says, same beneficiaries, same everything, except this one allows us to stop those income distributions or whatever it may be. So it is miraculous. <laughs> I like that. That's good. So in a trust, if you are designing one, you, in my opinion, again, make sure you talk to your attorney, your, your, your person, uh, with regard to that. But HEMS is, I think, very important. Health, education, maintenance, support are what uh, income can be distributed for. Leaves a lot of flexibility. The other thing is the escape clause. And the escape clause, I think, is very important because, you know, I've been doing this for almost three decades now, and I have seen the estate tax laws and the income tax laws change. I don't even know how many times. It seems like every new president comes with a whole new set of, of uh, tax laws and everything else. It all changes, and sometimes it changes even twice during one president. So uh, that's uh, my opinion. Talk to your professionals about it, or better yet, go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And uh, click on Meet with an Advisor. Uh, that's uh, where you can uh, sit down with one of our retirement planners. And uh, they're not lawyers. They're not going to do your documents for you or anything like that. But they can help you to think through your estate planning, your income tax planning, your Social Security planning. We can help you to think about if you're ready to retire, if you have enough or not, if you are retired, where do you get your income from, how do you protect what you've built from the next market crash. And by the way, you know, I've been asking this this whole show. Do you think that this market is a house of cards? Do you think that this whole thing is going to come crashing down? I mean, can we keep spending like this? Is it possible to just go on into infinity with trillions and trillions of dollars? And, and now we've got the stimulus package coming. And then now I just heard uh, Friday morning an infrastructure spend. That's going to be another trillion. Let's add it all up, kids. Do you think we can keep doing that and the market will go up forever? If you think that that's, it's possible we'll have a crash in the future, we have a strategy to address that. So rpoa.com to register or to visit with one of our advisors, rpoa.com. All right, we got to wrap it up. The show's over already. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed doing it for you. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. Of course not. The Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Morafe or MMWKM Advisors, LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from 
registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.